0: الحمد لله، الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. Nahnu only a fil hayatid dunya, wa fil Walakum fi ha matashtahi, and fusukum walakum fi ha matad down. Nuzulam min rafurir rahim, Sadakallahun ravim. Oh, suspected of my crown, brothers and elders. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us today with this tremendously great ni'mat and bounty in favour of the day of Eid. This is also among the innumerable bounties and favours of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the Mubarak month of Ramadan and all the bounties of the Mubarak month of Ramadan. And today we are witnessing this Mubarak day of Eid. This too is a great bounty which we must make shukr for indeed this is a day of celebration and we must celebrate the day Allah has made it compulsory to celebrate in the sense that it is not even permissible to fast on this day so this is a day of celebration which a mu'min does celebrate and he hymns the praises of Allah Ta'ala he expresses his gratitude and shukr to Allah Ta'ala for this ni'mat and bounty as well nevertheless it's also a day of reflection the reflection is that this day of Eid is indeed a very joyous moment, a very happy occasion but like the month of Ramadan before we knew it passed there wasn't even before a person realized it, the days just were over and we are already now on the first of shawwal so that was a whole month that just went by without us realizing how quickly. This is one day before we know it, this day will be over. So this Eid is certainly a day to rejoice, a day to celebrate, a day to express our happiness, but in hours it will just now be over. So the thing is that this day of Eid must remind us that we need to prepare for that everlasting Eid, the real Eid. This too is an Eid, and definitely it's a very great Eid, But the real Eid of a Mu'min, what is the real Eid of a Mu'min? The real Eid of a Mu'min, this is what has been described in this ayat of the Quran Sharif, which was recited. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا That those who say, رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ who accept Iman, who believe in Allah Ta'ala, who believe in whatever Allah Ta'ala has commanded, and follow Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا then they remain steadfast on this claim of Iman they remain steadfast on the dictates of this Iman they remain steadfast on whatever Allah Allah has ordered them to do so this Iman and Istiqamat after having accepted Iman after having been blessed with Iman they then remain firm on the dictates of this Iman what are the dictates of this Iman? So the dictates of the Iman are well known to us. For instance, MashaAllah, we have come today, we have come for salah, Salatul Eid, and we came for Salatul Eid without any azan as well. There's no Muazzin called out the azan for Salatul Eid. But why we came for Salatul Eid? Because this is the command of Allah Ta'ala via Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ordered us that the Salatul Eid has to be performed. So on the order of Allah Ta'ala, which Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave us this is the compliance to that that we have come for Salatul Eid even without the Muazzin calling as the sixth Salah of the day likewise daily the Muazzin calls out and he reminds us Haya Salah, Hayya Al come to Salah, come to success that's the dictates of Iman that now we present ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala and we bow our heads down to Allah Ta'ala who blessed us with his life blessed us with all the bounties blessed us with all the na'mats and favors we subject ourselves to him, subjugate ourselves to him this is the dictates of this iman like salah, all the other obligations of deen similarly just as in the month of Ramadan we refrain from eating and drinking during the day because we were fasting why were we fasting and why were we refraining from eating and drinking the halal food that Allah, Allah blessed us with but we were not touching it Because Allah Ta'ala's order was during the day you must fast in Ramadan. So on the order of Allah Ta'ala we refrain from what Allah Ta'ala forbade us in that time, limited time. So likewise the dictates of this imani is that throughout our day and night throughout the year whatever Allah Ta'ala has forbidden the same Allah who asked us to stay away from eating and drinking during the days of Ramadan the same Allah asked us to stay away from gambling throughout our lives. The same Allah Ta'ala asked us to stay away from zina throughout our lives. The same Allah Ta'ala has ordered us and commanded us to refrain from lying, from backbiting, from harboring malice, from harboring jealousy, from all the other evils and vices. Allah Ta'ala for whom we fasted, the same Allah Ta'ala gave us all these commands. So the dictates of this Iman is that now we fulfill all what Allah Ta'ala has commanded us. So, in Ladina قَالُوا Summa that this claim that they make to imam is not just a hollow claim is not just lip service it is a very real claim it is something that they live by it they live by it five times a day by fulfilling the commands of Allah Ta'ala they live up by it 24-7 by staying within the limits that Allah Ta'ala has made for us this is that istiqamat so this istiqamat on deen this is the greatest karamat so The Junaid Baghdadi rahmatullahi very very great saint and wali of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala one person came in his company and he stayed for 10 years and after 10 years suddenly this person decided overnight that he's going so he came the next day and said that I'm going I'm leaving So he said well 10 years you stayed and suddenly overnight you decided to leave what's the problem so he says well I came and stayed here 10, day, 10 years in your company but 10 years I didn't see you performing one karamat didn't see you performing one deed that was out of the ordinary so I'm disappointed as a result I'm leaving so when this is the reason he gave so he sighed deeply and he says well if that's the reason you're going then, then I really don't have anything to say but he sighed deeply and he asked him a question then he said you stayed ten years here in this ten years did you see me doing anything against the sunnah of Rasulullah وسلم?" <laughs> did you see me doing any action now ten years? Ten years you saw me doing anything? Eating was it ever against the sunnah of Rasulullah (laughs) Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? My appearance and dressing was it ever against the sunnah of Rasulullah (laughs) Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? My manner of talking, my manner of walking, my manner of dealing with people, my manner of treating my family, my manner of... whatever the issues of life are. Did you ever witness me doing anything against the sunnah of Rasulullah (laughs) Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? So this person said that in 10 years I haven't ever seen this. I've observed you very closely, I've watched everything, but in 10 years I haven't seen you do anything against the sunnah. So he then said to him, that what greater karamat are you looking for? What greater karamat are you looking for, that a person for 10 years didn't do anything against the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the greatest karamat. The greatest karamat is the ittiba of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that is what made Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullah alaih a great personality, and that great saint and holy of Allah taala. This ittiba sunnah and following in the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam. Naksha qadam nabi ke hai jannat ke raaste, Allah se milate sunnat ke raaste. That the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu <laughs> alaihi sallam. These take a person to jannat, and Allah se milate sunnat ke raaste. The the way of sunnah. This links a person to Allah taala. So this is the message Allah Ta'ala is giving us in this ayat of the Quran Sharif that that those who claim that Allah is our Rabb when they have claimed Allah is our Rabb then they have full faith in Allah Ta'ala then they live by the commands of Allah Ta'ala they don't transgress the bounds that Allah Ta'ala has placed for them in trying to earn their living because Allah is the Rabb Allah is the provider Allah Ta'ala is the sustainer so they don't cross and transgress the bounds Allah Ta'ala has placed cheat somebody, defraud someone lie or whatever else deceive the customer maybe or treat somebody badly in the process oppress anybody they don't do all these things, Allah is a provider so inna qalu summa then they remain firm on this claim of iman so the month of Ramadan has gone but our deen is with us the month of Ramadan came to give us that boost for the rest of the 11, 11 months that we remain the way we were in Ramadan even better. That the masjid doesn't start looking for everybody. Where's everybody gone to? And all the other things that we mashallah, are mashallah doing in the month of Ramadan continues. And all the vices and sins that we stayed away from, that remains out of our life forever. So إِنَّ اللَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ استَقَامُوا Now those who lived with this istِّقَامَة, today is the day of Eid, but in a few hours time this day will kick away. Then before a person knows it, it's already Asar, it's Maghrib and the day of Eid is over. But the real Eid, the real Eid of a Mu'min will be that day for that Mu'min who has lived on this إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا They then remain firm on that Iman, on that Islam, on the commands of Allah Ta'ala on the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Now the time will come and everybody's time is coming. My time is coming and everyone's time is coming then we will have to leave this world nobody is going to remain in this world forever but now this person lived with istiqamad he lived with that istiqamad that we understood in the incident of Junaid Baghdadi rahmatullahi. he didn't transgress the laws of Allah Ta'ala and as a human being he can slip up somewhere if he ever made a mistake he became very concerned and made sincere tawbah like Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala, He says that when a mu'min, a mu'min can also make a mistake. He can err. The anbi alimus were ma'asoom and sinless. We are very very weak servants of Allah Ta'ala. We can err. But when a mu'min makes a mistake, he feels like a mountain is about to, he's like at the foot of a mountain, and that mountain is about to fall upon him and crush him. He becomes so fearful. He becomes so concerned. As a result, he hastens towards Allah Ta'ala. He bows down in sajda to Allah Ta'ala and sheds sincere tears of remorse and regret, and pledges that, Ya Allah, I've made a mistake, but I will never do this again, and seriously regretting what I did, and he shows that remorse and regret. Now this is how a Mu'min feels. When he makes a mistake, he feels his mountain is going to fall on me, and crush me just now. And when a Munafiq, munafiq does something, he does something major also. It is like Abdullah bin Mas'ud, says, he feels like a fly was about to sit on his nose, he just shoot it away he just feels nothing about it and he feels oh, was, this? It was like a fly coming on me I just shoot it away so this is not the way that a mu'min he reacts to whatever the situation is his heart trembles in front of Allah Ta'ala. so this is part of that istiqamat so ladina qalu rabbuna allah summa now when a person lived his life in this way that moment will come when we have to leave the world but when that moment comes anazzalu alayhimul malaika, then the angels will come the angels will come to give him glad tidings. That is the day of Eid. That is the day of Eid in this person's life. And when the angels are coming to say to him, "Allah تَخَافُوا Allah ta'hzanu. You have no fear, you have nothing to grieve about. A person worries and fears about the way forward. And he grieves about what happened behind. He says, you've got nothing to fear about, you've got nothing to grieve over. وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُن tu'adun." And they give him the glad tidings of that Jannah. Your whole life you were listening over and over again that there is a Jannah. There is this place Allah Ta'ala has created already. And there are all these bounties and ni'mads. And then while some people were thinking it was a fairy tale, you did not uh, have any doubt in this. You had full faith in this Jannah. And you strove and you struggled for this Jannah. You woke up early in the morning and made it to the masjid for Fajr Salah because you wanted this Jannah. You left whatever your occupation and whatever distractions were at the time of Zuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha and you came to the house of Allah Ta'ala, you wanted the Jannad. You stayed away from Haram because you wanted the jannat So now, وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ Adun. Now you take the glad tiding of the jannat which we have promised. This is a day of Eid. This is the real Eid of a Mu'min. The real Eid of a Mu'min, today is also the day of Eid. And today too is a day of celebration but the real and true celebration is when the mu'min will hear this glad tiding the real day of Eid and the real moment of Eid for that mu'min will be when he is being lowered in that grave and then the grave will finally address him in the hadith the details of this conversation with the grave or the grave addressed to him is mentioned how the grave addresses a true mu'min how the grave addresses a sinner what it does for the mu'min, and how it treats the sinner, all this is described in the Hadith Sharif. Now when he's being lowered in that grave, and he's placed in that grave, because he was living on istiqamat, he lived according to the command of Allah Ta'ala, the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his Eid will start in the Qabr. The the Qabr itself will say to him, Marhaban wa Ahlan, welcome to you. And this person then will be given the, the bedding of Jannad, And the window of Jannat will be opened out in his grave. This is a day of Eid for him. The day of Eid will be when this person will come out from the grave. And he will see a very handsome person standing on the side. And the person will ask him, you know who I am? He says, I don't have any idea who you are. You are looking like a very good person. And the fragrance that you are emitting is really wonderful. But I am not aware who you are. I am your good deeds. I your good deeds that have been given this form. All the salah that you punctually performed, all the fast you kept, the zakat you discharged, all the other things, the righteous work you did, you helped somebody, and all the haram you stayed away from, I've been given that form, I am your guardian today. I will take you under the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. That is the, this is the Eid of a Mu'min. The Eid of a Mu'min, the real Eid, when on the day of Qiyamah, when he will be given, man utiya kitabahu bi amini. That those who will be given their book of deeds in their right hand. Allah Ta'ala mentions about those who will be given their book of deeds in their right hand. She will be going around on the day of Qiyamah and saying to people, Here, yeah, look at my report. Look at my book of deeds. Like a child who's come back from school with a very, very excellent report and is very excited about it and he's showing this his parents he's showing his uncle he's showing the neighbor he's showing his cousin look at my report what a wonderful report this person will be celebrating Eid on the day of Qiyamah who will get his book of deeds in his right hand here yeah, look at my book of deeds what a wonderful book of deeds they have I had full conviction that one day I'm going to be taken to task I'll have to give an account so therefore I prepared for this day I did what I was supposed to do I refrained from what Allah has forbidden me and whatever mistakes I made, I made sincere toh already in the world. As a result today I've got this book of deeds. Ha u kitabiya, inni vanantu anni mulaqin hisabia, fahuwa fi rechati radiya fi jannatin aliya, kotufuha daniya, kolo washrabhu hani ammima aslaftum kil al Khaliya. Then all the glad tidings are given to him. This is Jannat now. You go and enjoy yourself and this is eat and drink to your heart's content and enjoy everything. لِمَا bima بِمَا fil فِي al khaliya. This is in view of all what you did in the days past. The days past in dunya. You did not shirk in your responsibilities to Allah Ta'ala. You did not indulge in haram deliberately and just blatantly sin. And if you made a mistake, you made sincere tawbah. Now you go and enjoy yourself in Jannah. This is the Eid we have to prepare for. So today's Eid we'll celebrate. This is part of our Deen. Allah Taala has given us this joyous occasion of Eid. It is a requirement that we celebrate today. We can't even fast. It's not permissible to fast. This is part of the celebration of Eid. Whatever na'amat Allah Taala has blessed us, we will eat and drink and make shukr But the real Eid is still to come for the mu'min. That Eid will come for the person who has prepared for it. That Eid will come for the person who has lived his way in such a way, his life in such a way that this Eid be given to him. And there were those people who understood that this Eid is also an Eid, but it's a very short Eid. Before we know it, the day will pass. We have to prepare for the real Eid. There was a very great personality in his time, Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz rahmatullahi alayhi, who was regarded as the fifth of the Khulafai Rashidin. And a very very noble person, he is the Amirul Muminin. he has been appointed the Khalifa of the believers. Because the day of Eid was approaching and his wife says to him that the neighborhood everybody is already buzzing everybody is already preparing their Eid clothing and you are the Khalifa you are the Khalifa of the Muslims your children don't have any decent clothes to wear on Eid he says but but he was living in such a way that he didn't take one extra cent apart from the very basic requirements that he had She said but I have nothing to provide for them for that can we imagine the khalifa of the Muslims? I have nothing to provide for them, what, what do I do? So she says, why don't you go to the treasurer and ask him for an advance for next month's salary, to this month. At least then we'll try and make me, somehow make ends meet but at least we'll have something. The children are really grieved. We can bathe, but what about the children's grief? They're seeing everybody else, we provide something for them at least. So this thought that he's hot as well as a result of what now the children were experiencing so he went to the treasurer, the treasurer is the person he himself has appointed, he is the khalifa. He is the finance minister. And he says to him that please can I have an advance, next, year, next month's salary can you give it to me now, this month. So the treasurer and the finance minister asks him that very well but why? So he says well this is the issue, that I have nothing to even buy some new clothes or good clothes for my children. And they don't have any decent clothing to wear on the day of Eid. So if I have this little advance, then I can now prepare something for them. So the treasurer and the finance minister says to him, no problem, but on one condition. If you can fulfill this one condition, then I can give you the advance. So he says that, well, what's the condition? He's talking to the person he has appointed. The person replies and says that precondition is, if you can guarantee me, you will be still living next month to be working and be entitled to the salary, then I can give it to you this month. He said, but how can I ever guarantee you that? I don't know about tomorrow, I don't know about later today, I don't know about the next moment. How can I guarantee that I'll be here next month? He said, well, in that case, how can I give it the advance? He said, no, what you said is right. So he comes back. So now the children are also aware that this is now going to happen. They're waiting in anticipation. When he comes back, they want to know what happened. So he asked them that we have two options. One option is that all of you make sabr and all of us will go to jannad. All of you make sabr and all of us will go to jannad. And the other is if you can't make sabr, then your father will end up in Jahannam. Because now he might, you are going to force him to do something that might not be right. Not that he had any intention of doing something. He's explaining to them that look, these are the things. Can we ever afford to do something that Allah will be displeased with? all those children who were grieved about not having those Eid clothes they all said we'll make sabr, we all want to go to Jannah, and they all made sabr on the day of Eid when everybody else were wearing their best clothes the children of the Khalifa were in clothing that had patches in old garments but they made sabr and the day came the day came when let alone the akhirat that Allah might have blessed them with once Muqatil bin Sulaiman He comes to that, when the new Khalifa was appointed Mansur. Mansur says to him, give me some advice. So he says to him that, should I tell you what I saw with my eyes, or should I tell you what I heard with my ears? He says, no, tell me what you saw with your eyes. So what I saw with my eyes, that Khalifa Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, he left behind 11 sons. 11 sons he left behind. And after his funeral expenses, they all taken care of, there were nine dinars to distribute as his inheritance between 11 sons. Nine dinars to distribute between 11 sons. This was the very meager amount that was left behind. So this was Khali- the Khalifa Omar bin Abdul Aziz. And he says, I even saw Hisham bin Abdul Malik. He left behind 11 sons. The inheritance, only the gold that was distributed was 100,000 dinars each to each of the eleven sons like more than a million many million rands each just in the gold this was apart from the properties and land and whatever else you see I saw both and then I saw I saw one one son of Umar bin Abdulaziz rahmatullahi, that when there was a call for jihad he gave hundred horses laden with all the provisions from his side and I even saw the son of Hisham bin Abdul Malik I saw in his progeny a child begging at the street corner I saw both things. This was the family made Sabar. They made Sabar, doesn't matter today is Eid. But if we can't have something in the right way, we'll make Sabar. But Allah Ta'ala opened it out to them in dunya as well. And these are the people who, they will see that, hear that call, That there's the jannat that you have been promised. Now you go and enjoy yourself. This dunya is a very short life. We are here today, we don't know whether we are here tomorrow this is a time for a little bit of sabr. a little bit of sabr at the time of Fajr to make sure we're in the house of Allah Ta'ala. a little bit of time at the time of Zuhar, Asar, Maghrib, Isha to make sure we're performing our salah on time a little bit of sabr when Shaitan tempts us towards haram and to just subdue that nafs and to just pressure that nafs that I will just bear this pain but I will not give in to the haram temptations I will not go to the places of vice I will not commit zina I will not go to the gambling dens I will not come with jinnah of the eyes, I will not look at haram on my phone, I will not lie, I will not backbite, I will fulfill what Allah wants from me. After all, this life belongs to Allah That's why when a person passes away, we say Inna we belong to Allah and to Allah do we return. This life belongs to Allah This health is Allah's amanat and gift. All the bounties we have, these are all from Allah So therefore we have to submit ourselves entirely to Allah then we will have the real Eid. Allah Ta'ala bless us with this beautiful day of Eid. Allah Ta'ala make it a joyous and happy occasion for one and all. On this day of Eid, while we are celebrating, we should be thinking about those Muslim brothers and sisters who are in difficult circumstances. We should be trying to share with them what we can as well. And those who are far off from us, in other parts of the world, we should be remembering them in our du'as and praying for them also. And at the same time, we should be making this firm decision in our lives to prepare for that eternal eid. That Allah Ta'ala grant us that eternal Eid and we become among the successful ones Wahi Rudawana